What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are jumping back into our 2021 season recaps. Today, we have the New York Metropolitans, the New York Mets. They are up next. Interesting team to talk about. They have definitely been the talk of the baseball world this winter. But let's rewind things just a little bit and see how we got to this place. So entering 2021, the Mets were ready to make all sorts of noise. I mean, the Wilpons finally gave ownership of the team to Steve Cohen. It seemed like they had turned over a new leaf. They traded for Francisco Lindor. They signed him to a massive extension. DeGrom was ready to dominate the league with his 101 mile an hour forcing fastball. Peter Alonso was ready to have a resurgence. Everything was looking good. A lot of hope was surrounding this team in Queens. However, that was not the case. And yeah, the Mets had spent 103 days in first place in a pretty weak and at least division, but yet they finished the season with a losing record. So where did it all where did it all go wrong for the Mets? They finished 77 and 85. Not good. Not good, obviously. But offense. Offense was the problem. It's the thing that creates runs, and the Mets struggled offensively. I mean, they were poised to be one of the heaviest offensive production teams going into the 2021 season. I mean, if you look at the line, we're talking Pete Alonso, Brandon Nimmo, Francisco Lindor. On paper, they had the best offensive lineup they had in years, but in reality, they were one of the worst offensive teams in baseball. I mean, the Kansas City Royals, that's a, a rebuilding small market team, had 43 more RBIs than the supposedly stacked New York Mets. And obviously, a huge part of their offensive woes was Francisco Lindor's performance. I mean, he just didn't provide much with the bat. He had a career-low batting average and slugging percentage, especially the beginning of the season. He was off to a really rough start. Honestly, I think Lindor was just pressing. You know, he was putting some pressure on himself, trying to justify the new contract he had signed. I think that's what it was. Because you don't just forget how to hit. When you're Francisco Lindor, you know, going into 2021, I called him the best shortstop in baseball. I really thought he was. I thought he was better than Tatis. And then he just had a really rough year. I think it was just largely mental, just putting a lot of pressure, trying to justify, you know, that he's worth that kind of money so that fans believe that, oh, you know, we're really excited to get this guy. He just put a lot of pressure on himself, but he just didn't have it. So expect to see a bounce back next year as he gets more comfortable. And he did hit much better down the stretch towards the very end of the year. But his his first half was not was not good at all. But there was that. And then there were also injuries early on. I mean, outside of the lineup as well. I mean, if you look at the pitching staff, Seth Lugo in the bullpen, Carlos Carrasco in the rotation, those injuries set them back. And then obviously even later, Jacob deGrom. He, he would be sidelined for forearm tightness in his throwing hand for the rest of the season after, you know, a July start. So July 18th, from that point on, he was done for the year. And before that injury, he was actually on track to have one of the best all-time seasons for a pitcher. He had a 1.08 ERA in 15 games started, and he was looking to win his third Cy Young and hopefully carry his team to the playoffs. But the Mets were not able to recover after DeGrom's injury, and they would eventually sink out of this playoff race. But I would say despite all the negative moments the Mets had, there were some glimmers of hope. Pete Alonso did have that resurgence as a power-hitting first baseman. I mean, he's shown that he can be consistent, put up great offensive numbers. He had 37 home runs, 94 RBIs on the year. 
and he really is one of the best power hitters in the league. But that's kind of what happened with the Mets. You know, they did swing a trade for Javi Baez there at the deadline. But now as we look forward to 2022, obviously at the time of this recording, we've seen that they've made some massive moves. There's really no excuse for the Mets in 2022. I mean, they have gone and they have acquired a lot of really good players, a lot of excellent players. They've acquired blue chip players. The best pitcher on the market, Max Scherzer, is now a New York Met. The best center fielder on the market, Starling Marte, is now a New York Met. They went out and they got Marcana, Eduardo Escobar. They have a they have a pretty set lineup now. It seems like they even have an excess. They're, they're ready to probably trade a guy like Jeff McNeil or a Dominic Smith because they went out and they acquired help from the outside. They've they've done it all. They've done it all. They got a new manager, Buck Showalter. They're ready to go. There is no excuse for the New York Mets in 2022. They need to make a deep push. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, you have all the talent in the world now. Unless they get destroyed by the injury bug again, they should be a deep playoff team, and they should be in, I would say, the NLCS at least. I mean, World Series is a huge jump in one year, but they should definitely be in the NLCS if they play to their potential because on paper, wins above replacement. They're, they're right up there. So we'll see what happens in 2022, but that's what happened in 2021. Not a great year for the Mets, but as we can we can point out at this stage, they have been intent to fix those issues. They've definitely been intent to fix those issues, and they've been doing a good job. They probably will continue even after this lockout ends. They, they, there's still work to be done. So we'll we'll keep an eye on them through the winter as we will with every other team. But that's our recap for the New York Mets. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection. Mm-hmm.